Hello and welcome to RCM Chat by AGS Health. Join us as we dive into the most pressing challenges facing revenue cycle leaders today. You will hear from industry veterans as they discuss the revenue cycle, news, trends, and insights that can help you overcome your challenges and optimize your revenue cycle to keep cash flowing smoothly and your bottom line healthy. So sit back and let's rev up your revenue cycle. Hello and welcome to RCM Chat, a podcast brought to you by AGS Health. I'm your host, Michelle Dawn Mooney, and today we're talking about understanding new technology. I have two great guests to have this conversation with today. Emily Bonham is Senior VP of Product for AGS Health, and Nick Fournette is Executive Director of Solutions Engineering. Thank you both for being with me today. Thank you for having us. Thanks. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the conversation. Before we dive into the questions, starting with you, Emily, can I just have you give a brief bio? Sure. Um, I'm Emily Bonham, the Senior Vice President of Product Management at AGS Health. I'm responsible for our commercial technology products. I've led product management within healthcare technology um, for over 20 years. Really excited to be here today. And Nick. Hi, my name is Nick Fournette. Uh, I've been in Revenue Cycle uh, almost 20 years, uh, developing product in solution engineering uh, for both on the uh, EHR and practice management side, all the way through on the payer provider side. Uh, and now with recently with AGS on the BPO side. So really looking forward to our conversations today. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. So let's get right into it. When it comes to new software and then technology, many people are confused about what is out there and what they should really be paying attention to. So can you start off by giving us a quick overview of the types of technology now available and then what ones are actually relevant when it comes to healthcare? Sure, Michelle. Um, I'd like to take a step back first and talk about what the problems are to be solved in healthcare by technology. Um, we're in a situation right now where healthcare organizations are not adopting new types of technology just for the sake of them having a cool story, a fun name, um, a great user interface. Um, because healthcare is really in a financial crisis, they're in a workforce uh, crunch crisis. So any type of technology that they're looking at has to have an ROI, a really strong ROI, and has to solve these particular finance and workforce uh, problems. Um, so what we're seeing is that organizations are really doubling down on already implemented technology in their organizations versus going out and necessarily buying something all new. Um, so what we're looking at right now are opportunities to enhance um, existing technology with, for example, digital workers and other complementary technology and really looking to AI to find efficiencies within the healthcare industry. Nick, did you have anything to add to that? Thanks, Emily. That's a great segment. So uh, artificial intelligence is an area of technology that's rapidly advancing and evolving in healthcare. Some of the latest trends that we're hearing uh, is digital workers or RPA or, or bots, um, predictive analytics, where AI is being used to analyze large amounts of patient data to predict health outcomes and identify potential health issues. Uh, we're seeing this a lot in value-based care as well as social determinants of health. Um, other examples are medical imaging. So AI is being used to analyze medical images such as x-rays, CT scans, and MRI scans to help diagnose and treat medical conditions as well as detect uh, issues that may be missed by human radiologists, for example. Uh, another thing that we're seeing is virtual assistance. So AI-powered virtual assistance that's being used in healthcare to help 
uh, patients manage their health and communicate with healthcare providers, such as information on medical conditions, uh, patient scheduling, appointments, uh, and as well as medication reminders. Uh, another big thing that we're seeing in the industry is natural language processing and autonomous coding. So with natural language processing, uh, we're seeing that being used to analyze patients' data, such as medical records and doctor's notes, uh, to help accurately in speeding uh, diagnosis and treatments, uh, in addition to help with uh, clinical assisted coding and clinical documentation as an improvement. And then even a step further now, uh, where we're seeing autonomous coding, uh, where we're completely removing the, the human out of the, the equation uh, and be able to automatically uh, code a medical record from beginning to end. When you refer to taking the human out of the equation, that leads me to uh, my next question, because this is really a hot topic right now. Chat GPT is all over the news. A lot of organizations trying to figure out if they should incorporate it into their plans. So first off, do you think healthcare organizations should be incorporating it? And if so, how do they do that? Yes. So um, AI is really showing a lot of promise and people are very excited, but they're also confused. And, and I've actually heard CIOs say they're kind of scared. Um, and I think the reason we're hearing that that they're kind of scared is particularly within the patient clinical care sector. Um, ChatGPT AI, it's really in that trust building phase. People qu aren't quite sure if they trust this yet. Um, and then when you when you start to talk about patient diagnosis and patient care, it gets even scarier. Um, so what I'd recommend um, with sort of dipping your toe into AI chat GPT is looking at how these types of AI can really help in healthcare sectors that are not directly impacting patient care. So not necessarily helping you diagnose a patient, but instead starting to build the trust in revenue cycle management, for example. So trying it out with prior authorization, with you know maybe preparing the prior authorization letters, um, trying it out in, in the medical coding and the billing. And doing that, building the trust in these sectors, showing how, how success goes there, and then beginning to bring it into how it may help with, uh, with patient care and diagnosis. Yeah, and I think ChatGPT is an impressive technology with many potential use cases in healthcare. However, it's important to note that there is a difference between Chat AI and other AI products that have been proven in, to be effective in healthcare. Uh, AI products that have been developed specifically for healthcare, such as the predictive analytics, medical imaging, and natural language processing that I was referring to, uh, can be effective at improving patient outcome, reducing costs, and increasing efficiency. Uh, these products were exclusively tested and validated in a clinical setting and have been shown to deliver tangible benefits in a healthcare organization. On the other hand, chat AI, like conversational AI systems, it's relatively new. Uh, it's being developed and constantly being redefined. So while chat AI has been showing great promise in areas like patient engagement, uh, it's important to keep in mind that this is still an emergency, emerging technology that has not been ex extensively tested or validated in a clinical setting. But with that being said, healthcare organizations should consider incorporating chat AI into their plans, uh, but only in situations where it's been proven to be effective and appropriate. Um, for example, uh, chat AI could be used to help patients manage, manage chronic conditions, answer common questions, uh, provide basic health information, uh, but just be careful, uh, making sure that you're evaluating that chat AI before incorporating it into your organization. So because our podcast is focused on revenue cycle management, what technology can be incorporated to help improve revenue flow in healthcare organizations? 
Right. So this is this is really important. And I think, you know, using the technology, as I mentioned, in revenue cycle um, is, is a really great place to start. Um, where we're seeing a lot of promise is in um, what we call digital workers. So giving repetitive tasks that are done in the billing cycle, uh, done in the revenue cycle to a digital worker, otherwise known as a, as a bot. Um, and it can be done over and over again, right? And, um, and it can be monitored by humans, you know, if there happens to be an issue like a password timeout or um, something has to be reset. But generally you can, you can let these digital workers just run um, and do these tasks. And it, and it really helps. It helps with the workforce crunch that we're experiencing in healthcare. It helps to give, um, you know, more meaningful task and work to um, the employees that are doing things that are a little bit more creative, that require more brain power. So we're seeing a lot of, um, you know, great things being done there, a lot of time being saved, a lot of money being saved, a lot of efficiencies. Um, the other place where technology can be incorporated is within coding. Uh, Nick had mentioned autonomous coding, and that's something that we're working on here at AGS Health. And this is really where you, um, you know, you take in data to train your coding system and enable um, and enable um, basically a, a, the, the computer system to take all that data in and then code a chart. And then simply it needs it may need to be in some cases audited by a human, but you're kind of taking out that that repetition and things that are easy to do where there are patterns and let the computer do that for you. I'm also going to uh, be a little biased here with this question, uh, being a solution engineer uh, and been solely focusing on developing uh, RPA solutions for AGS Health. We're seeing uh, tremendous uh, ROI and potential with our clients. RPA can be used to identify incorrect you know, coding errors on claims, uh, automatically post payments to patients' accounts. Uh, it can do charge reconciliation. It can go out and capture automa automated claims management solutions, such as going out to clearinghouses uh, and payers. Uh, it can pull in real-time eligibility verifications, as well as help in the denial management uh, software solutions, such as pulling in the denial codes, mapping that, and then integrating that back into your practice management system. Um, but one thing I'd like to talk about uh, when introducing RPA is really think about it uh, from a practical point of view. Uh, a lot of the uh, solutions that are out there are trying to solve for these massive, large, complex implementations. And here at AGS, we really think about it a little bit differently. Uh, we like to approach things more in a practical, tactical manner uh, and identify that one use case where RPA can help your organization and then continue to expand and iteratively improve uh, those solutions and expand on where, where RPA can, can go. Uh, and we really feel like that approach uh, is the best way to, to prove value, uh, but also get the ROI quicker and sooner for, the, for your company. A lot of methods and solutions and technology talk. We're hearing about some exciting things happening. Any other thoughts you would like to share as we kind of close things off here today? Yeah, the, the one thing I wanted to mention is just a prediction. Um, you know, as you're looking at technology taking over more um, more work uh, within the rev within the rev cycle within healthcare. Um, my prediction is that the sort of the existing worker task mix will change from, you know, doing a lot of the rote work and then moving it sort of up in, into doing more of a review of the work. So uh, an audit of, of what was done, for example. So I think the types of, you know, employment opportunities that will be available, they're going to be changing over time. 
Yeah, and I agree with with Emily 100%. Just to add on to it from a digital worker perspective, uh, a lot of times when we're building out these solutions, we really see that you don't have to automate 100%, right? It's it's AI with a human touch, making sure that your organization is planning for the anomalies and the exceptions that get kicked out, uh, but trying to automate, even if you have can automate 70% of a process and then 30% of that be manual, that's still a win. As we continue to see, labor shortages, uh, but with not being able to find the appropriate staff, uh, it's it's always important to incorporate that that digital worker and implement them uh, wherever they can be in the process. So I agree. A lot of things, a lot of territory covered, especially with technology aspect, because I think so many of us have questions, especially with this field, because it's, it's ever changing and the technology is just happening so fast and it's hard to kind of keep up. So based on our conversation today, which really just kind of is tip of the iceberg, if people are having additional questions or they want to find out more information, where can they go to find it? Yeah, I'd invite you to come to our website, agshealth.com. We have case studies that talk about how technologies can really improve the revenue cycle um, and just a whole bunch more information. You can also reach out to myself or Nick on LinkedIn for a more personalized discussion. Perfect. Emily Bonham, Senior Vice President of Product for AGS Health and Nick Fournette, Executive Director of Solutions and Engineering for AGS Health. I want to thank both of you for your time. It really is exciting to see where the future is taking us and it's going to be exciting to see the conversations we have in the future based on hopefully newer technology doing more to rev up those revenue cycles. So thank you both for being with me today. Thank you so much for having us. And I want to thank all of you for tuning in to RCM Chat. It is a podcast brought to you by AGS Health. I'm your host, Michelle Don Mooney. Once again, thank you for joining us. Remember to subscribe to the podcast. And until then, keep revving up those revenue cycles. We hope to see you soon. 